This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Rob Sistrino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of September 26, 2023, here on News AF. If a story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual news. Yeah, all right. Backed and ready to go. Got a jam-packed bunch of stories to talk about here with the News AF team. First joining us, our great friend. He's Pickleball's top influencer. He's America's dad. It's Tyson Apostle. Tyson, how are you? So good. Uh, yeah, uh, really, really good. Really good. A deep breath you took before answering. I mean... <laughs> Pickleball is going great. I'm actually <laughs> playing better than I ever have. Nice. I'm very excited about pickleball. And uh, I love getting on the courts all the time. I am America's dad. Uh, Bergen uh, is in student council now as a third grader. And she's so excited. She was too nervous to get up and make a sales pitch to her class about why she should be the representative of the third grade. Uh, but her teacher did us a solid because Bergen was the only one that actually and rigged the votes. No, she was Bergen was the only one that filled out the paperwork to even be considered for it. But they it's gave a big everyone part of becoming an administrator. Yeah, mm -hmm. but they gave everybody the opportunity that wanted to speak to speak, and then they said, "Bergen, you want to talk?" And she's like, "No, I'm too too nervous to talk in front of the class." But then the teacher knew how much she wanted it because she was the only one that filled out all the paperwork. So she said, "Just so you know, Bergen's the only one that filled out the paperwork." If you're going to select somebody to be a representative, you want somebody who's willing and gets the stuff done that needs to get done. And that convinced the entire third grade that Bergen <laughs> was the person for them, nice. which was really, really kind of Bergen's teacher because I know she really wanted it, but she's just 
too nervous to talk and stuff. So, and we want her to, cause she's always, she's kind of, uh, what's the word? She's very subdued and kind of quiet and we want her to kind of step up a little bit more to the plate once in a while, be a little bit more of a leader. She doesn't have to be a leader, but it'd be nice to be able to act as a leader when needed. Yeah. Well, sounds like she's got the makings of a bureaucrat though. If she's good at <laughs> filing paperwork. Yeah. So you think that she's found her calling? Yeah. Well, at least she'll be employed DMV, maybe manager DMV, you know, just. I hope I'm setting there. her up for something better than <laughs> that. <laughs> Danny, not that that's baby a problem. steps, Danny. Not that that's a problem. Baby, that's what I'm saying. Baby steps. Step one: learn how to file and fill out applications. Like that's an important lesson in life. Sure, but I'm public li- speaking will come later. I'm building my life in hopes that my kids can have the life that you have, Danny. <laughs> oh, yeah, Just I've like already told my kids wanderer, my li- adventurer. Yeah. I've told my kids my lifestyle is out of their reach. So yeah, they for sure. Be- you haven't put in the work to also give them the <laughs> no, lifestyle you no. have. Yeah. I said, sorry, guys. Um, you're going to have to get jobs, real Dude. jobs. And scholarships, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish that they would learn how to file paperwork. I would be really stoked <laughs> if my kids could get that skill. Yeah. I mean, you could hand off a lot of it. Yeah, that'd be great. Because kids just the morning of the homework when it's uh-huh. due, they're like, "Hey, by the way, I have all this homework I didn't fill out." You're like, "Well, this isn't helpful. This is like step one in life: finishing the work before it's due. Like mm-hmm. step one, lesson one." Sounds like your daughter has already learned that lesson, so yeah. she's well on her way to leading at least my children. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And back here, the guy with the unattainable lifestyle for the future generation. It's uh-huh. Danny Bryson. <laughs> Danny's like, oh, his, his, I like how daddy is like, just like usually the goal of the parents are to step up one from where their lifestyle was so that there's always an upward trajectory from generation to generation. And Danny's like, yeah, the opposite. I think I've, I, I think I've said this before. I always picture all of my relatives starting, you know, 500 years ago. And basically they all just scraped a living and struggled to survive. Mm-hmm. And what they did is they led to my, my parents. Right. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, Oh, the, you know, Oh, look how great that turned out. And now they're looking at the grandkids and they're just starting to shake their heads. Like, dude, I lived on the frontier eating rodents for, uh-huh. you know, 20 years for this kid. Yeah. I just see mm-hmm. that. I wonder if they're disappointed. I don't and think the they're disappointed they at. Made. I don't think they're disappointed at your kids. I think more so at you. If they were looking at like. No, that's what I'm saying. Me, grandkids. Well, sorry, grandkids. Uh, yeah. I should have said that. Great, great, great grandkids. Uh, just great, like yeah, depending yeah, on how guys. far back they are. And, I mean, my the ancestors back are, they are the same. More disappointed for sure. My yeah. ancestors are the same. They're like, so what do you do? And it's like, I talk uh, for three hours a week on a microphone. Yeah. And they're like, and then what else do you do? And they're like, I post pictures of myself. And I'm like, and then what else do you do? Yeah. They're like, sometimes I post videos of myself. Now, Tyson, when you talk about your ancestors, is this like uh-huh. a conversation you're having in heaven one day, or this is like yeah, you're living? Yeah, this is a fictional yeah. conversation. So, this is if heaven you meet exists. all those people. <laughs> yeah, you meet all those people, and you go to outer space or wherever heaven is. Yeah, you walk in, and they're all there, and they're like the I, I, Greek ancestors who who saved, yeah. scrimped, and saved so that one I of toiled them could in come the to land. America. 12 of my children died of cholera. One of them gets sent over from Greece and then he works for 
20 years to bring another one over. And then those two work for 10 years to bring another Survives one over. Survives like 10 potato famines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're only 30 before they are Yeah, died when old. they were 32. Yeah. <laughs> and they're up there and they're like, we did all of this for you. And then what did you do? It's like, uh, I... Live like a king. Myself mm-hmm. the Have you heard of the four-hour work week? Because I did only three hours. Improved upon it. Have you it. heard of YouTube? Yeah. Yes. Have you heard of YouTube? I pretend. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. well, that's my job. They're like, oh, how much did you get paid? Nothing. I actually went in the hole every time I paid. I paid. They're like, huh. You guys paid. That's what I would like to say to all of them when they're yeah. yelling at me. Like, you guys paid so that I could be on YouTube. Thank yes. you. <laughs> they'll be like, um, so, so you got your own TV show? They'd be so proud of if you just left it at you got your own TV show. And they're like, yeah, yeah. but I create it myself. I do all of it myself. Costs you guys money, honestly. Yeah, well, we're all doing it. Rob, how, how would your ancestors feel about you and what you're doing? I don't know. I think that they would probably, I feel like that they would be a little bit excited until we got to the point when I then I too. told them, about how, and then, so I did a uh, hundred podcasts a week so that then my kids could buy fake things on Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They'd be like, wait, what do you mean? Oh. Like, yeah, they, they, they that I, playing. you know, my, my son said that, dad, uh, that I need more V-Bucks. Uh-huh, V-Bucks. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you yeah. see that settlement? You gonna get in on that settlement, Rob? No, I don't sweet, know about sweet, the settlement. Um, yeah. So Fortnite has been forced to pay four hundred and something million dollars to parents, basically, who were ripped yeah. off by the unfettered spending of their children. Mm-hmm. On Fortnite. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, that's that's good. I could use some of that. Get in there, Liz. Is like, I don't know. I don't care how how much paperwork this requires. Once again, paperwork. Mm-hmm. She's like, I am going to get our money back because our kids spent a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good setup here for everything mm-hmm. we've got to get into. So let's uh, talk about a story going on. Now, we talked about uh, the, earlier this month about how Mexico got the jump on the United States, about how that they had a whole unveiling about their mummified alien carcasses. And so some folks are thinking that maybe the U- U.S. is getting ready for a similar announcement because that there is a whole like government bureau that is uh, being constructed where that there's going to be a presidential uh, review board that is going to have the opportunity to turn over some information. Didn't they already try and start this? Didn't Trump try and start Space Club or whatever he calls it? His Space Force. Yeah. I I don't know if Space Force is still still happening. (laughs) Space Club's a better name, don't you? Space Club is better. Yeah. USA Space Club is what it should be. USA Mm -hmm. Space Club USA is what it should be called. Two USA. You want two USA in there. Yes. Over the last 10 years or so, they have constantly created new programs, new ways of reporting. This is a 300-day... Um, I believe, program to create a review board that will provide the release of all the information being held by people within the government. Yeah. So spacecraft material, mm-hmm. corpses, um, alien sex toys, mm-hmm. all the things they've Ooh, made. Ooh, Yeah, I know. Maybe that's where we got that. Listen, 
Yes. And this is coming, I think, from most of the public. We don't fucking care anymore. Yeah, that was the point, Tyson. And they've done it brilliantly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they've made it so you don't care. So when they wheel out the uh, alien's corpse, you'll be like, yeah, right. Okay. And then that's it. They can put it back in the storage. Well, here's how this is going to go down. So okay. the president has 90 days to choose nine people for the review board. So Biden can appoint nine people to the UFO review board. And I don't know mm. if anybody here is in the running for it. And then we should all, we should all be. And then the government is yeah. going to hand over all of their records. Mm-hmm. And then the review board has 180 days to investigate each case. Boy, this could be like a new procedural drama now that the writers are back. 270 like days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the review board has to publish within 14 mm-hmm. days after the review is completed. Hmm. A lot of redaction. I'm guessing a lot of black ink. You think so? It sounds like we're not going to really see this come to fruition again. It's we're going to get a, a few things. Like it's like this could be a maybe a thing. Mm-hmm. Like can we see it closer? No, no, you cannot. Our, uh, can we touch our it? Our best no. opportunity to see the material mm-hmm. was from Storm Area 51. And if you know that we was missed our, we best. missed our opportunity. Missed no. It. Because yeah. we advertised that we were coming. They already had liquidated everything. They moved everything. Yep. Yeah. I would love to know, will we have the identities? Is it going to be like the Supreme Court? Will we know who the nine people are who are on the UFO review board? Who says they're people? You don't think Schmarlack's <laughs> going to be there? <laughs> That's true. Excellent point, Tyson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who better to appoint to a board about extraterrestrial life than extraterrestrials? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Schmarlack, Gorgok, all of them. They're all going to be there. Gorlock, Schmarlack. Yeah. Got to be careful, though. You know, you don't want to put uh, two opposing sides mm-hmm. fighting. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They have to be from the same uh, stellar region. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm just going to say I'm not expecting anything. I yeah. nominate Danny for the review board. I think Danny oh, yeah. could get along with Schmarlack. Yeah. Yeah. Would you take a position on the review board? Oh, I would definitely take a position. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to keep my mouth shut if I find stuff. I'm going to be the real whistleblower. No. I'm going to like whip off a chunk of E.T.'s arm. You're playing with fire, Danny. We hear that from Danny now, and then he gets in there, and he sees everything, and he's like, nobody's ready for this. It's better that nobody knows exactly what's up. I have to come out and be like, Nothing, nothing to see, nothing at all. And then he sinks Maybe. into a deep, dark depression. His entire personality changes. Liz calls me. She's like, what's no. wrong with Danny? I was like, he's changed since he got appointed to that board, but we don't know what's going on. And then it's just like so many secrets that it just crushes Danny's entire persona into just like a shell of who he once was. I mean, Danny, you'll still tell us what's going on, right? Are you going to tell us in confidence, like before no, the show, before like we hit record or live or anything? We are, yes, bound together mm-hmm. through News AF to tell each other everything. Yeah. Right? I mean, you guys can. Okay. All right. Let's talk about 
a, a big headline that has been going on the last couple of days about a new show that dro- just dropped on Max. Okay, Tyson, I know you're on top of all of the reality TV trends. Uh, mm-hmm. But o- over this past weekend, the streaming service Max has dropped six seasons of the dating show Naked Attraction. Now, I logged into my Max account And I don't know if it was just the algorithm or what, but as soon as I logged in, hey, watch Naked Attraction. And so do either of you, do you know about this? I didn't see it. I haven't seen it either. I have to go though. I have to go right now. (laughs) (laughs) When I saw the article, I got on HBO. I'm like, I wonder if this will show up on my HBO. And it wasn't there. It was on mine. So... Yeah, were you Max. watching all the After Dark series? No, uh, before it became. No, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like once upon a time, but not since. Like, I've not never on Max. Did you watch? Yeah, did you watch all the Fifty Shades of Grey? And so, like, new. No, no. Like Bunny Ranch. Want- Bunny Ranch. Uh, what other things they have? Mm-hmm. Some a bunch of stuff on there. Yeah. Tyson, do you even know what the show is, though? We should really tell you because no. it is. Fast. Is it Naked and Afraid? Except for their dating. Mm, nope. Maybe. Nope. Okay. It's a d- slow reveal. Yeah, Danny, you want to explain it? So I read the article, and as far as I can uh, tell, what it is is it's a dating show. Yeah, and you have a bunch of uh, contestants behind plexiglass, like uh, obscured glass, mm-hmm. and slowly the glass raises, exposing their nakedness to you. Yeah. So, so I watched. With I did check out an episode. Yeah. Start. It goes like that. There's like it's like round one. It's like all right, let's look at every. Okay, here's here's all the feet of everybody, and then oh, like so you can get out. So the feet are the feet the most important or the least important? That's what we got to figure out. Like what is the depends on why, the person, and this, the and, and then they ask yeah, they ask the person like, so what do you think of this? So like, well, and then there's like six of them, and she's like, well, the blue. Uh, don't really know about those feet. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't really seem what I, I would like look for, and then. They go up and it seemed like from what I could tell, first they they show like, all right, what do you think of all, all these butts? And then uh, the person, the woman was like, oh, oh it's okay. backs, not fronts. Well, and then they turn around. I think there's two, there's yeah, two phases to it. I think it's like, first, let's look at all the butts. And she's like, unfiltered, oh. don't give unfiltered, uncensored. Yeah. Okay. And she's like, oh, I don't know. That doesn't look like the kind of butt I like. And then so is it man you butts? know what? Or women butts. It's or both. both. I think it's like basically okay. each episode seemed like it's, I think they're like hour long episodes. There's like okay. uh, two, two different people. Okay. And then. It's like a script teased. Yeah. And then they turn around and it's like, all right, let's uh, take a look at uh, all these genitals. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know oh, if I like that one stupid. doesn't look that good. And then okay. they're like, all right, well then you're eliminated. And then you have to come out and say like, oh, okay, nice to meet you. My name's yeah. Steve. Sorry, my, yeah. sorry, my sorry you didn't like uh, my wiener, my but you know, I have a good personality <laughs> and you're missing out. I'm very wealthy. <laughs> yeah. I am a grower, not a shower. Yeah. Or she's like, oh, that. and yeah. she's like, oh, this guy, like, uh, I don't really like, he looks like he's like, uh, has a bit of a belly. I don't like that. So listen. You know what? My ancestors are less disappointed in me uh-huh. than yeah. the ancestors of these behind the glass. Sure. Yeah. That's, also, that's- I want to touch on one thing. There's oh, a certain <laughs> there's a certain personality that's even agreeing to be on this show. It's not like you're getting a smorgasbord yeah. of different types of people. It's like you're getting only people who are willing, willing to yeah to expose their naked bodies on national yeah. TV for whatever exposure. <laughs> for mm-hmm. They've been waiting. They, they've got trench coats. 
Yeah. They've got trench coats, but they've just been waiting for the moment when they could publicly reveal their genitals. Yeah. And yeah. That's be all they've been waiting for. for. Yeah. yeah. And this has done six seasons of this show that you can watch on HBO Max or on Max. So mm-hmm. I guess this uh, is a UK show. Just a UK show. I guess Would you I recommend it, Rob. So I just like scrubbed through like one episode uh, because we were going to talk about it. So I I don't know. I mean, it seems like that's probably once you've seen one episode, I kind of feel like you've seen it. But no, I don't know. No two boobs are the same. And (laughs) I guess so. Yeah, (laughs) I think that the twist that I saw in I, I so I watched season one, episode one, and it looked like there was a woman who was bisexual who that they were showing her naked men and naked women. So it's like, okay, well. Tyson, dongs are like snowflake. Mm-hmm. Each that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, when, when. They're mm-hmm. like fingerprints. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no two that you are think identical. In the future we'll be scanning our dong to open you could. You, you yeah. see, no, because I think that we're I mean, if we become more free, sure, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. That's, that's and do you get to like look at it from different angles or are you like I think okay, it's I mostly at- like straight on because they're they're in like this like plexiglassing but then they come out uh okay. and then they come out and they like shake the hands it's like how they like while they're naked yeah and then they they like they hug the person so there's is a, like, that person oh, naked too you know what then the person who's the picker then um it, then it seemed like that they're naked then when they get to meet their final person so there it's not like that they just get to be like but one of these people that wander into the nude beach with all their clothes on Spanish beachgoers. Yeah, but they don't have to show everybody their nakedness, just the final person. Yeah, maybe, but those guys are probably backstage still. This is really just skipping the whole dating process and just getting straight to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I'm with Tyson. Any what? any guy willing to expose his genitals on national television? I don't I don't know if that's someone most people would like to date. Now there are I didn't say that. I didn't that. say that. I said you're getting the same type of person. There's only yeah. there's a certain type of person that's on there. I didn't say I didn't. Well, like it's a that. European show. They have different attitudes about yeah, they these do. things. You know how their you know, shampoo commercials are. Yeah, so sexy, well, it's dude. very puritanical over here. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Okay, well, but you got here first. Danny's traveling to Europe all the time, probably just to watch just for the TV yeah, shows. shows. Yeah, just the commercials, <laughs> not even the TV shows, just the super sexy commercials. Yep. Well, the conservative watchdog group, the Parents Television Council, has uh, been slamming HBO Max for adding the show to the service. They said naked attraction should not exist on the Max streaming platform, and HBO should immediately remove the exploitive pornographic program. Max has mediocre parental controls, enabling children to access some of the most explicit streaming content on the market. What is this, a commercial for Max? Yeah. (laughs) What is that? Like doing them a favor, you know, free publicity. Just like there's, it's the most explicit streaming service available to the public. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sign us all up. Honestly, like I felt like uh, it's it's a little clinical. Like, uh, it's a little bit like, uh, I did not think it would seem like, uh, particularly romantic how. Yeah. Because it's like your parents bringing out the Christmas present could not wrapped at all. It's like a doc. It's like, it was a more of a doctor visit. I felt like, yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay. Now everybody turn your head and cough. Yeah. Oh wait, we don't have to do that anymore. That's Mm -hmm. a thing of the past. Never mind. I don't have to. If you already coughed, that's fine. But you didn't. Are are those testes swollen? Do you think? Engorged. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's that's what's going on. Big. Maybe it'll be the biggest hit on Max. This is going to be like the new White Lotus. 
got a ton of publicity. I saw it everywhere yesterday. This Naked article. attraction. Okay. All right. Then I want to talk a little bit about uh, chatbots, girlfriend chatbots in particular, because this was a couple different articles uh, that I came across about this. And so uh, this is one that we talked about the woman who was, uh, she was a TikToker who was like selling yep. a, a chatbot version of herself. Uh, this is a developer. His name is uh, Anias Kalalu, who mm -hmm. uh, created a chatbot of his girlfriend, Sasha. And it really got me thinking about, mm -hmm. do, do people in relationships, would this be good or bad to have either a chatbot girlfriend, boyfriend, like of your partner, or I kind of got arrived at more interestingly, I would like to maybe make a chat bot of myself to give to my partner. Hmm. Would they want that? I don't know. Cause you know that there's been like, there was this show that was on uh, Netflix where it was Paul Rudd and he cloned himself. And oh, then, yeah, yeah. Okay. it was like, and then him and him and the, uh, and the other Paul Rudd were like fighting for like the affection of his wife. But that the problem with that is always like, okay, there's two real people, but if there was me and then there mm -hmm. was a chatbot version of me and the chatbot version of me, I suspect could be doing a better job with communicating with my wife than the real me could be doing, I'm wondering if maybe then when I encountered my real life spouse, mm -hmm. that maybe like I, I would be getting some of that credit. I think. No. No? no well, I think that there'd be a disconnect there because you'd have to go to the chat bot and be like, so what did you guys talk about so that I can mm -hmm. yeah, so when I come back in contact with, uh, yeah. I think there's, I think it's going to be actually more work than just brushing your spouse off every time she says something. You could have your chatbot whisper in your ear through your earpiece, kind of like many shows have shown to mm -hmm. say what, like a coach. What to say, yeah. Yeah. What to say to your wife and at least get I, credit. I think that that's not the problem because I think we all know the, what our wives want to hear. Of course, Rachel, we're going to France tomorrow. Of mm -hmm. course, we're, Yes, we're getting that. Yes, like yes, we, we know. Yeah, but like. I wouldn't do it, Rob, because then she'll start to like the chat bot way more. You and think she'll so? find your presence and irritation. But that Why could be good because then you could be like, I'm out. But, uh, yeah, I, there I wouldn't be the some bot. sort of like halo effect, Danny, where no. like I, I would remind her of the chat bot in some way. She, you would be the offensive thing that came into her life every now and then be like, Oh, I hate when real Rob shows up. I only, uh, so she's like texting the chat bot about how yeah, she's annoyed with exactly me. How I would go because wouldn't, would, I mean, wouldn't the chat bot have my back? The, no, no, the chat bot, why not? Come, the chat bot will become her emotional support animal Yeah, and you're out, dude. Why would she want to keep old Rob, real Rob around oh. when she's got the new shiny thing that does everything she asks and is emotionally yeah. supportive. Does yeah. the chatbot have a job? <laughs> well, it could take yet, over your job, probably, it, right? Yeah, probably, yeah, probably could. Yeah. I mean, if, I, what if you guys like talking to the chatbot better than me? Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. 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 Chatting is its best feature. And the yes. only thing it's designed for, I feel like 
Oh, but that being said, trouble. that being said, if we could set up the Danny chatbot and the Tyson chatbot <laughs> to make an appointment with my chatbot, mm-hmm. like kind of would free up our schedule a little bit. Dude, we'd yeah. be able to do all the adventures. Finally, more free time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally, I can take up pickleball, Tyson. You can take up pickleball. We can go hiking with Danny. Uh, Danny can uh, be away from his family even more. Because I think when you podcast, Danny, you count that as family time because you're at the house usually. I'm in the house. My presence yeah. is here. <laughs> this is family mm. time. This is family time. Okay. They'll know I was here. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the chatbot that was made of this person's girlfriend uh, that they are still, they're still working on it. It's a, it's a work in progress, but that is not stopping a lot of young men from uh, only interacting with a girlfriend chatbots uh that has been something that is being cited as uh something that is adding to the loneliness epidemic in men wait explain ai girlfriends are adding to that ai girlfriends are adding to it um are they really that prolific i don't think they're that prolific okay um so that there's a ai bot named karen which you would think that that wouldn't be what they would go with uh so this one ai uh girlfriend uh she has a thousand users which is a, a thousand real boyfriends in less than a week and a wait list of fifteen thousand people yeah she says that show me the wait list mm-hmm. And then are these so actual say, Tyson, people... Tyson, what's your wait list? Or Rob, what's your wait list? Anybody can say their wait list is 15,000. <laughs> for for my chatbot, I don't know how long it is. Uh, but uh, I know, but if you had one, you could make that up. So people are afraid that these people that are on the wait list for the AI girlfriends like aren't out in the real dating pool. Yeah, that's why they're on the wait list. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, it's not like, oh, I have some girlfriends. Also, I'd like some virtual girlfriends. Let's get on the waiting list. Those are the people that already are have given An up. AI girlfriend's less scary. Probably easier to create. Is it good practice, Danny? A great practice, yes. yes. I don't know if it's good practice in you the real think? life. It can, it can go anyway. Hmm. I think you could, you could... If they had a slider of difficulty level. Yeah, that's right. And you, you could be like. <laughs> Maybe like you work up through the levels. Yeah. <laughs> you can either work up as so you're graduating or you can be like, you know what? I only like to play video games one time. So if I'm going to beat it, I'm going to beat it on hard. And so you mm-hmm. put it to hard mode. And it's like, that never works out. You always end up turning it back down to easy mm-hmm. to get through it the first time. If you're fighting okay. too much with the chat bot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not setting my chatbot on difficult. I don't want to experience that. <laughs> What's the point? Life. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why would I do that to myself? Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, just be careful out there uh, for people that are considering chatbot relationships mm-hmm. because, you know, it could be, uh, you know, set uh, unrealistic expectations. Okay. This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. And speaking of uh, people being on their phones so much, okay, there was a study that came out that said (laughs) that Gen Z doesn't want to eat if it means putting down their phones. And this is from a study that was paid for by Home Run in Pizza. Have you been to a home run in pizza? How much did they pay for this study? <laughs> I don't know. They only and got. Is it, it, what's the return on, on investment here with a study like this? Like, what did they really well, learn? They got us to mention it on a podcast. Uh, they only. That's they true. talked to 1,000 Gen Zers and 1,000 millennials. So they ultimately did get to 2,000 people. And well, they talked to them about their attachments to cell phones while cooking or eating. Oh. Pizzas, pizza could make it so that you have to use both hands. Don't make the slices so small. Just cut the pizza right in half, mm-hmm. and it requires two hands. Phone has to go down to eat the pizza now. Yeah. Home run in pizza is famous thin crust Chicago pizza since 1947. It's frozen stuff. I thought it was a restaurant. I've never heard of home run in pizza. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really know why they would call it that, but okay. that they. What this study really says is that people have enough food throughout the day that it doesn't require putting down their phone. Now, if you have an AI chatbot girlfriend though, could this be a romantic meal? Good point. A date. Really? She's like, I hope you like that pizza. I cannot taste it. Please describe it to me. You're like, it tastes like tomatoes. Like I have never experienced tomatoes. Can Mm -hmm. you be more specific? Uh, it's a little salty. I have not experienced salty. Please be more like, I feel like it's going to be difficult. I think it's nice. You can tell your parents when the, you know, you buy some pizzas, they ask, Oh, who's the pizza for? Cause you live in their basement. Be like, it's yeah. for me and my date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've got your phone like, and you've got her? your date on the phone. And they're like, no, no yeah. you can't meet her. <laughs> so this study actually uses a word, which I had not heard before. Uh, and they oh. talk about, uh, People who are fubbed, P-H-U-B-B-E-D. You know, you know this, Danny? Yeah, fubbing is using your phone while people are trying to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So like, so like you and I are talking, and then as we're talking, I pick up my phone and like, <laughs> is that is that fubbed? Yes. And I always tell Liz when she's like, "You're fubbing me." I'm like, "If you had more interesting subject or conversation, <laughs> than I would yeah." Would I just said that out loud? Oh, somewhere. <laughs> but it's ever, true. Does she yeah. ever fub you? So look, I teach uh, at church, I teach lessons and I don't mm-hmm. lecture kids on the phone about being on the phone or not, because really either my lesson's interesting enough that you don't have to be on your phone or I'm a boring person and my, the phone's a better distraction. Mm-hmm. It's really my fault mm-hmm. if you're on the phone. So you, yeah, you take it on yourself, you Danny, if you, if you were getting fubbed? I get fubbed a little bit here and there, but... Um, it's a good indication of how good you are at conversation if you're getting mm-hmm. fucked or not. I mean, it is rude, obviously, mm-hmm, but sure. also you should try as the person who's trying to have the conversation to make it at least interesting enough that a person isn't looking at their yeah, phone. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Where I actually do get insulted is, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, so often uh, my wife is, uh, uh, I get fubbed very often by my wife. And then 
I guess that what I get uh, upset about is then mm. when I when I look at like what what are what are you looking at that is so that is so inter- that is more interesting than me and it's often like something like very boring it's like something that's like some like facebook group or anything like that mm. like it'd be one thing if it was like hey hold on there's Funny this breaking bloopers. news that I'm that I'm following this story of like oh I'm looking at my like stocks or some something like important and it's like uh like I'm in this like arts and crafts Facebook group. <laughs> it is pretty selfish, but again, when sometimes when I get fubbed or when I'm talking to people, I realize this is really boring. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm saying to this person is not only boring, but they have zero interest in it. It'd be better if I wasn't saying anything at all. Mm-hmm. I get why the phone is more interesting than me a lot of the time. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the more Gen Z's than uh, millennials are fubbing. 81% uh, of Gen Z are scrolling on their phone while eating. I will say that people scrolling on their phone while eating or while we're trying to prepare food. So if our oldest is looking at his phone, the problem isn't that they're on their phone. The problem is that they're not answering the questions about the meal. Mm-hmm. Like what like, kind of questions? Well, so let's say like your kids come down for breakfast and you're like, what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? Mm-hmm. You have to say it 10 times to break through that like shield that is created by fubbing Mm -hmm. and that's what's annoying. Or do you have a fork? What do you want to drink? Or, you know, it's just obnoxious. That's the most annoying part. Okay. Yeah. When you're trying to get information that's necessary at that moment for things to continue (laughs) and they're just ignoring you, that's the problem with fubbing. Hmm. All right, well, let's talk about another problem with our technology right now. A hacker group has gotten into the PlayStation system and is claiming that all Sony PlayStation systems have been hacked. Oh, Danny's in trouble. Danny, is that what you guys have? You have Xbox? Xbox. I have an Xbox. During the console wars, I chose my side early on. Okay. And do you regret that or you're good with that? No, no. Well, now, look, it just paid dividends right here. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. Okay. Now they are saying that they have all the files, um, that they have, uh, 6,000 files, uh, which is, uh, being described as 6, small. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't seem <laughs> like <laughs> enough. Well, yeah. how many people have bought Sony PlayStation? <laughs> 6,000, I guess. <laughs> Only 6,000. It's like, how are they still in business? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All so. right. Well, they have some ransomware and, uh, they could leak a lot of the data. Dude, everybody's a part of data leaks everywhere you go. It's just like, you know how many times it's like, your password might have been compromised. I was like, I don't care Mm because you need 10 other things besides my password to even get into anything. Don't get me started on this. Yeah? Why not, dude? Don't get me started. Unleash. So the world of passwords has spiraled out of control. It has to be 12 characters. Uh, numbers, uh, symbols, it has to be all of these things. And then you forget it or it's reset. And then you're just going through this password maze every time you get on the internet, mm-hmm. only for the companies that require these passwords to get hacked themselves. Yeah. So it's as if you have one person telling you, hey, you need to do all of this stuff for security. But then some administrator 
mm-hmm. or some executive in the same company that just required me to do all of these hoops. Got caught in a hoops. phishing, got yeah, caught exactly. in a phishing scam through their email, which through then Ashley Madison. gave I mean, all the data to the hackers. It is like so frustrating because we have to go through all of this crap. And then it just ends up being the guy at Wells Fargo who's in charge of uh, internet security clicked on some Russian porno site yeah. and had mm-hmm. all of the data stolen. No, this is how I picture it. He's security guy, cybersecurity guy sitting there. He's like, everything's under control. Everybody's got two-factor authentication on their uh, bio authentication scan. on their bio scanning thing. And then he gets a text message that's like, Hi, Stephen. This is Barbara. I'm back in town. You want to meet for lunch? He's like, actually, this isn't Stephen. This is Carl. Carl, you sound like a very nice man. Can we meet? Uh, yeah. Okay. I just need the login for the security at uh, Wells Fargo. No problem. No uh, problem. Yeah. Meet at Chipotle. Uh, hey, Carl. It's been a long time. What was your favorite pet growing up? What was the name of your first pet? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's for it's a gerbil. It was called gerbil. <laughs> okay, surprise you forgot. Um, speaking of pets and gerbils, uh, uh-huh. can I can I uh, call an audible and bring in another story that I had wanted to talk about today? So Let's do it. always, all right. Um, this the Wall Street Journal had a story today about America's pet pampering obsession of its tiniest critters, uh, and they talked about. Guinea pig spas and lizard sofas and and the (laughs) amount of spoiling that is going on for people who have uh, somewhat exotic pets, Mm -hmm. the amount of money that's being spent on them. And so uh, the guinea pig spas are uh, a apparently a thing. Um, You can go to Norm's Piggy Pen in Rockford, Illinois, and you can get for forty dollars a guinea pig uh, bath, brush, and blow dry. So one place in all of America <laughs> does it, and it's an epidemic. Yeah, <laughs> of gerbils. There's an article in the Wall Street Journal. Why is yeah, the Wall Street Journal? There's nothing else more serious mm-hmm. that needs to be reported. No, this on. is where it always starts, and then like you'll go to dinner at your parents' house, and they're like. Are you guys spending forty dollars on your guinea pig every week to get a spa treatment? And you're yeah. like, we don't even have a guinea pig. That's not what the news says. Yeah, you all have. All right. I bet you all have one. Check out this leather couch for a lizard. This is That's- Zelda, a bearded dragon, mm-hmm. uh, which is getting to hang out on a twenty dollar fake leather couch. Yeah, it, a not real leather. I don't <laughs> know why the word leather is in there anywhere because it's not even leather just a couch, $20 is not a huge fee for a pet decoration inside a tank. And this is one tank. pet with one mm-hmm. couch, hardly. Yeah. This is the front page news. This is like, they're like, okay, guinea pigs. Can this you is an get expose on the excess of America. <laughs> and let's also, one more thing. This isn't a couch, dude. What that else? is a chair. This is more of a chair? That's true. That's a chair. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a chair. Yeah. yeah. Could the lizard lay on it? No, it looks like the lizard can sit on it. The mm-hmm. lizard is too big to lay down comfortably on that thing. That's more of like sit up. Is it business. a sectional maybe, Tyson? No. Are there more pieces? Not, there's not more pieces because the armrests <laughs> are locked in there. This thing is just like, let's sit and get a picture, but it's not comfortable and the lizard doesn't prefer it. There must be something else to report on. <laughs> 
It's always dogs There's and cats that get all the attention. But now, finally, guinea pigs and lizards are getting some of this big billion-dollar pet money industry. It is a billion-dollar industry. Disappointed I'll be when I break through the Wall Street paywall mm-hmm. to read their articles, and it's just all lizard couches and guinea pig spas. This is big business uh, because that the number of American households that have pets is down mm-hmm. to four percent. Only eighty-six point nine million people are looking for smaller pets. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Because every single person in my neighborhood has five dogs. Oh, yeah, dog. Dog thing exploded during the pandemic and everybody bought one dog. Then they're like, but he needs a friend. Yeah. So then they got, they've got two. And now everyone on every single trail has two dogs. Yeah. Small pets are up 7% this year, up to that American households having 12.7 million gerbils, hamsters, lizards, and other small pets. Okay. Well, don't complain about inflation when you're spending your money on guinea pig spa days. <laughs> you know, you don't get to complain about gas prices rising if you are spending $40 a week on your guinea pigs pampering. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, how about this? What do you think about uh, guinea pig bunk beds? Okay. Uh, these are, okay, this is Doodle and Scribble, and they have a guinea pig bunk bed. Listen, I imagined how cute it was going to be. I look at it, and it's cute enough. They have blankets and pillows. Yeah, I think it could be cuter, but still, like, that's fine. I support you. It's only it's a $14 charge. Uh, but, but really, is there nothing better you could spend your money on? $14? Probably not, actually. That's mm-hmm. pretty cheap for a thing. You know, it's like two ice creams or... One hamburger at five guys. Okay. Yeah, one hamburger at All five right. Guys. You seem not impressed. Okay. What do you think about this? Uh-huh. Which is, is this a, all in the same article? Yes, this is all the one this article. This is insane. Again, yes. I'm glad right. I haven't. All right. Paid this for is that. a thirty-eight dollar guinea pig wooden castle. Okay. And so here is the guinea pig. She's they made wearing that out a of crown. Genius. Like that's mm, this is Queen Alaria. Kind of cool She's castle. a queen, uh, a royal guinea pig. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Fine. <laughs> this is just people's hobbies, dude. Look, like, I, yeah. It's like if your hobby is guinea pig pampering, then great, pamper your guinea pigs. But this is just a hobby. It's like, it's not, it's not mainstream. I didn't know zero people. You think this is broga? Kind of, yeah. I think these are the people that you would definitely know about. Like, you'd be walking around, you'd go out for a walk, and like twenty houses down, the lady would run out and be like, "I'm a guinea pig person." And you're like, okay, like, you know, <laughs> that who these often? People, you know, that's what I'm saying. It never happens. Mm-hmm. But the people who are doing this, they would let you, they wear t-shirts that are like guinea pig. Like you would know. So there's not enough of these people around that this is really. Yeah. They subscribe noteworthy. to like guinea pig weekly. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. they're all in on the guinea pig world. Exactly. Okay. All right, Danny, I know you've been made many visits to Canada on your adventures. Did you happen to, in any of your longer hair days, uh, participate in any hair freezing competitions? Junior high, and when I used to walk to the bus stop, by the time I got there, my hair would be frozen. So Yeah, we uh, swim practice in the mornings in Utah in the winter. We would swim at like 5.30 in the morning, yeah. and then you'd come out from the pool, and your hair would immediately freeze in the 
winter. Yeah. So, so not, stand not it up and, Yeah, not officially. Well, that's what's going on up in the Yukon where uh, there yeah, are some are hot springs uh, that can get up to 116 degrees Fahrenheit and people mm-hmm. are hanging out in the hot springs waiting for their hair to freeze and it's become enough of a competition that I believe there is a $2,000 cash prize. How many, how often do they run? The, if they run it daily, yeah, I'm giving up everything. I'm going up there. I'm winning these hair freeze contests on the no, I think it's break. one competition uh, which opened last December and closed just last month. So it was like a uh, oh, really very lengthy competition. If you're in the Yukon, I, I have been to the Yukon. Is it cold enough right now to get your hair frozen? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. But hmm. I mean, look, this is just if you're in the Yukon, there's nothing else to do but own a gerbil and do this with your hair. Like, <laughs> can you that's keep where, a gerbil alive in the Yukon? And you can. And is it's there like, access to bunk beds? Oh yeah, that's why you order them. You you'll pay any price. To yeah, shipping. Yeah, gerbils happy. Eighty thousand dollars to ship a. Gerbil you know how many bed. gerbil bunk beds you could buy for two thousand dollars Canadian? That's okay. true. Yeah. Okay. So this guy's hair, by the way, I yeah. do want to say that what he's done here is impressive. Is he a winner? It's pretty it cool. sticks out maybe a, just over a foot, maybe a foot and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can actually a- break the hair if it's frozen in a good chunk. I've heard like stories a of people getting their ponytails, their frozen ponytails snapped off. Mm-hmm. Well, look at these guys. T- type of hair cutting, kind of like people cut with fire. That was like a, a stupid uh, thing. These they, guys actually, the guy, the guy on wow, the, look at that. The guy on the left who seems like it's actually a female with a fake beard and hair. Mm-hmm. If that's real hair and a real beard, should be the winner. They Even were finalists real- in the 2020 hair freezing contest. Okay, if it's a fake beard, I'm not too concerned about that. But the hair, it looks like frozen spaghetti like five pounds of frozen spaghetti and just a random did it make you hungry angled pattern yeah alfredo they Mm. have uh, a number of different categories including best male best female best group most creative and people's choice which is determined by an online vote Hmm. worst part of this contest is having to sit in a hot pool with other people for that long Your hair will freeze. This this woman, her hair is sticking out like three feet straight out, perpendicular okay. to her body. I feel that like Danny's kind of into this. I am. I'm, I'm blown yeah. away. Very cool. Mm-hmm. You don't think she has like a wire hanger in there to prop the hair up a little bit? Yeah. How did she freeze this? She had to probably Maybe she it was out, like holding right? it yeah. until it froze yeah. and then let it go. I think so. Okay. I'm All impressed. Right. And maybe we grow our hairs out. Yeah. Take a trip to the Yukon to participate in the hair freezing contest. I'm going to grow out my armpit hair. (laughs) (laughs) You think it will grow that long, long enough to freeze into a shape? Yeah. Um, Maybe if I put like hair product on it, you know, hair growth product. Interesting. Hair growth product. (laughs) Having to get out, having to get out of the water that much though, you might actually get a frostbite on your face and shoulders and stuff. That's true. These people can be submerged all the way up to their eyes or nose. Yeah. Okay. So, Danny, are you ready to take us to your bolt hole today? My cup overfloweth. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Here's uh, Danny Bryson and the bolt hole. Welcome to my bolt hole. I think you're gonna like it. 
Okay. How would you guys define art? Hmm. I think the same way you would describe pornography. You know it when you see it. <laughs> I, art, I think, is a celebration or expression of someone's creativity. Okay. Does, yeah. does it something that has to be appreciated by a large number of people or no. just something only you have I don't to think so. I, real art. I think I'm, art is in the eye of the beholder. Isn't that what they say? They do say that. I feel like I, I can tell uh, there's like a majority of people that can tell when art is bad or we not. Were, we were uh, watching music videos last night with the girls. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is art. Did you know that this is art? And they were like, huh? This is art. And I was like, yeah, making videos is art. Making music is art. The combination of the two could be, is considered art. And they were like, oh. Okay. Music videos are some of the worst art though out there. I, I find music videos okay. to be really All stupid. music videos or new all? music no, no, videos? Not all, obviously not all, but a large majority. What's your mm -hmm. number one favorite music video of all time? You know, the only one I can think of. Uh, is the one by Video Killed the Radio Star? <laughs> no. Oh gosh, I don't even know the name of the song. Yeah, I'll have to think about it. But the reason I bring up the art thing yes. is because I guess in the UK, nudity is no big deal. No big deal. Sure. And they have an art. Um, what do you call it? an art exhibit mm -hmm. where you walk For between exhibitionists? And yes, kind of. You mm -hmm. walk between two naked people who are staring oh. at each other and are standing so close together that you have to squeeze through them. I've seen this. This so this what what's happening here is that HBO show once you get rejected you go straight mm -hmm. to the art gallery. Yeah. And have to stand close to one of the other people that got rejected. I Here. thought this this would be part of the news AF because it to me is a perfect news AF story mm -hmm. and a nightmare for someone it. like me. Yeah. Okay. In one picture here, if you can look it up, it shows a man trying to squeeze between a woman and a man who are completely naked facing forward. And he has to, you know, sideways scoot in between them, brushing mm -hmm. their parts with his clothing. It, yeah. It's a is that the only thing? I think way I might have I might have turned the other way. Yeah. The question is, Liz asked me when I showed her this, like, how would you squeeze through there? Like what mm -hmm. would you do? It says more about you, I guess, than them. Yeah, they're totally comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. The problem's not with them. They spend hours looking at it in the eyes of another naked person. Mm -hmm. And maybe they just came from the show, um, Naked Attraction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is their nighttime gig. Yeah. But man, when I saw this and I've looked through the pictures, I can't imagine for me personally a more uncomfortable situation. Maybe that's what they're going for. Right. Maybe yeah. that's what the artist that's wants. That's how you, you get to out feel. of your comfort zone, Danny. Yeah, get yeah. out of your comfort. Get off the couch, man. Squeeze, yeah, squeeze past some naked people for once, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, if that was her objective, the artist, mission accomplished. But the problem is, people like me would never go. So, who are the kind of people that feel comfortable squeezing in between two naked strangers? Hmm. You think it's just other. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to know. Like what kind of a person goes to this art exhibit? Is that the is only that, thing? Is that the only thing is that you have to squeeze through this? Like there's no other, there's no other way to, there's no other way around these people. They're enjoy in the doorways. But that's to, part of it. I think there's a lot of different things. Yes. Yeah, that's to create this situation. 
I guess that's the art is I could this. do it, but also it's like for what? So that I have to go home and immediately clean my t-shirt. <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what is like it's it, I don't think it would necessarily bother me to do that, but um is it art, Tyson? By your standards. By my standards, art. no, I don't think so. I think you're I think you're stealing from whoever created the naked body. <laughs> oh, you're, you're stealing from God? If that's who created the naked human body, yes. Hmm. That's, okay. So I guess right. it is art, but it's not necessarily like yeah. you're displaying the art. So maybe there is some design element to that, but come on. Yeah. Seems a little lazy in my opinion. This is from uh, Marina Abramovic. The artist. The artist. Yes. And she's known for outlandish uh, exhibitions. And it's open now. So if anybody wants to, uh, it's in London. If anybody wants Mm. to check it out, just opened uh, this past week and it's going to be open through January 1st, 2024. Will it be the same nude people every day or will they like be like uh, cycling in people? I think you need to cycle in people to get that regular crowd coming in. Yeah. Like you just be like, we switch out naked people every day. And then you have some yeah. people that show Cause up. Because some day. guys are like, dude, I go, I get my fish and chips on my lunch break. And then I mm-hmm. squeeze between naked people yeah. for 30 mm-hmm. minutes and I get right back to the office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's multiple naked people because I think that you would get chased. Oh, it is. Yeah. If you stood there all day naked, like in like, you know, thousands of people are like brushing oh, past man. you with their clothes on. Yeah. Like, I think you, you would think get- thousands. I think so. It could be. So it do you think that the play then as the person viewing is to wear like a really coarse tweed suit made out of like <laughs> corduroy? <sacks>? Right. <laughs> I think the goal is to wear silk. They should actually require you to put on some silk mm-hmm. okay. before trying to squeeze between. Yeah, they would like that, but yeah, they would. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. As a courtesy to those who have to stand naked, which mm-hmm. to me just blows my mind that someone would be willing to do that. Stand mm-hmm. naked yeah. for hours and let strangers brush up against you. Yeah. To yeah. some, it's a fantasy. Right. Yeah. Like that's the ultimate dream. But to me, I think you'd be annoyed if like somebody came in with like sequins. I feel like that that would be <laughs> that would cut. You yeah. Yeah. with your, uh, your bedazzled uh, mm-hmm. Ed Hardy like, pants no. and shirt. I'm out. And the, uh, I spike quit. Ne- spike necklace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Your belt buckle. <laughs> yeah. You know, they must have dress standards because that would be dangerous. Maybe they just all have to put silk robes over whatever they're wearing to squeeze through. You don't want to be snagging pubes. I think like this would be an opportunity for influencers to get their like picture between two naked. Okay. Yeah. Are you allowed to take pictures? Yes. That Liz brought that up, and I don't. I don't think they would allow you to take pictures because you'd be exploiting the artists who are willing to stand there naked. Mm -hmm. I I don't think they would let that. Okay. Really? No way. What if you tag? Too many people would be giggling. You tag the exhibition like that's uh, it's advertisement. Come on. I don't think so. Yeah, how much does it cost to go there? Every gallery you go to out front when you walk in, it's like, don't forget to tag us on Instagram. You don't Mm -hmm. think that's like the first sign you see as you walk in? I mean, we could look up hashtags right now if we wanted to. But I I don't think, first of all, that you could even post a picture of a naked person. Can't even, there's nothing about it. Free the nipple, Danny. Or yeah, whatever. Come on. All right. Well, Tyson, do an image search and let me know how that turns out. What am I looking for? Naked people? Uh, the exhibit. Yeah. What's the name of the exhibit? Yeah, go I'm to go looking. to max.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> max.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what's your login info? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, if you wanted to go to visit uh, the exhibition, um, let's see. 
Uh, does it say? Uh, okay, I gotta accept a lot of cookies. Yeah, and, there was a lot of talk of her previous. Yeah, it seems uh, like it's tickets but, are uh, twenty five euro. Okay, to go see not, it. So it's not bad to see that full many schedule people in real life. Yeah. Uh, here, find out more about our photography policy, and. The photography policy, they say photography and filming of the live performances is not allowed. Please respect performance artists. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. But they allow under 16s as long as they're accompanied by an adult. So a good place to take the kids. Oh, so yeah. on your, when your kids <laughs> yeah. are in France, we'll you take, guys can we'll, hop over yeah, to London. We'll take the channel straight to the naked walk. Yeah. Yeah. Head on over. Okay. Kids will grow up quick. Yeah. Maybe Liz, good news, bad news. Good news. We're going to Europe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bad news is to get there, you have to squeeze past. <laughs> good news is it's art and culture, and our kids are going to yes, get to witness yes. it. Good news, our kids will finally be cultured mm-hmm. because they'll see some art. <laughs> All right, Danny, what's coming up for you this week? Ooh, um, I'm trying to. I'm working hard to get me and Tyson together on an adventure. Okay, so we spent some time on it last week. I'm working yep. on it again this week. Uh, going to make it happen. Yeah. Um, just trying to find the right intersection of Tyson will have fun, but it also create cool uh, visuals and content. Mm-hmm. And what I told Liz was a lot of these activities that I want to do with Tyson, I could mm-hmm. also do with her, which isn't an insult to Tyson. I'm just saying that they're more I don't fun. think so. No, no. I'm just saying they're more fun and less pain. Yeah, but still, I can get through 10, even 20 miles without much. Yeah, but I wouldn't put you through that. Like, we're not going to go out and do that. We're going to okay. do something definitely high value, low cost. Okay. High value, low cost. Sure. I like so, it. Like put on some GoPros and squeeze past some naked people. Pretty cool. Ooh, mm-hmm. We've got a full solar eclipse happening in a few days here. Yeah. No, wow. That's snuck not up on full, us. Not full. Oh. It's the kind where you can still see the outer rim of the sun. Uh, okay. I can't remember the You're name. You're going to check it. it out, Danny? The moon blocks the entire sun and then there's the ring in the sky. No? It's not like the one we had. I just oh, know that much. Okay. I know that they're the sun still, which as you know, if you watch the other, the one that happened a couple of years ago, even a little bit of sun. It ruins still, the whole thing. Yeah, You'd need it a full, full. But solar. next year on the East coast, there will be full. Solar. There is a full okay. one coming through uh, somewhere soon. Yeah. Uh, a 2024 might, total eclipse. Next year is total. Yeah. 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 Next year there's a total and it's coming through like Texas. It's coming through the yep. corner of Arizona or New Mexico into Utah up to the northeast, I think. Yeah. And uh, if you have never seen a full solar eclipse, it is worth traveling to see yeah. that. It is crazy. Yeah. You'll okay. you'll feel the desire to like sacrifice animals and read Oracle Bones. It's yeah. that powerful. Yeah, I think it's, it's a, gonna hit <laughs> Dallas. Yeah. Just outside of St. Louis, Detroit, it's right there, Montreal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too yeah. far. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right, so that's uh, April eighth, twenty twenty four. You got it. We got to get there because mm-hmm. Rob, have you ever seen a full solar no, eclipse? No. You should make a point. We should all make a point mm-hmm. to yeah. see it. Like literally, like it's the craziest. Just watching the sun slowly turn off to full turn off in the middle of the day is gets absurd. cold. What day it of the gets, week is that? It gets cold. It's just like crazy. Yeah. I know Tyson, you prepared you were- to pay extreme amounts for a hotel room? I don't think so, DePete. I think uh, Monday, your- uh, April eighth, twenty twenty four. Get your hotel right now, or get it soon, and you'll be fine. But yeah. I think if you're waiting, beat the rush. 
if you're don't beat the rush, sure. But I yeah. still think you can get within driving distance and drive their day of. Okay. You want to be somewhere where the weather forecast is oh, generally yeah. clear, clear skies. Okay. To up your chances. All right. And then Tyson, Tyson? what's yeah. coming up for you this week? Um, what is coming up for me? I probably have stuff, you know, definitely pickleball, pickleball league. I'm in a pickleball league, uh, playing every Thursday and then, uh, getting ready for fall break. Going to take the kids up to Northern California. Yeah. I didn't know about fall break. Yeah. We have fall break too. You don't have fall break, Rob? No. Huh. No fall break. Yeah. It's a week long. So over a week, because you got two weekends. Mm -hmm. So you got a full five days off of school plus the weekends on either side. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So that's it. Yeah. DePete keeps arguing with me about how hectic it's going to be for the full solar eclipse. DePete, you just don't drive day of. You get there the day before. Maybe don't go to like a major city. Like try to find like uh, like the middle of nowhere along the path. Right. And stay at like a, uh, you know, Motel 6. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be fine. That's the move. We'll figure it out. Okay. All right. Okay. Good stuff. And then, uh, yeah, just podca- you got? podcasting away, getting ready for Survivor oh, on yeah. Wednesday night. I know you are too. And who, then, you got, who you got on tomorrow or uh, coming up? Who's your uh, guest? I'm going to talk to Owen Knight on on Wednesday of uh, after the episode. Our oh. Your friend and mine, Stephen Fishback, just announced the birth of baby number two. And so yeah. Stephen has uh, some limited availability these days, but we're going to talk to Stephen on Thursday. Okay, so Owen's filling in on know-it-alls? On, on know-it-alls on Wednesday night. And I think that what we'll do is that uh, for as much as we can get Stephen on Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk to Stephen on Thursday and then uh, have a guest with us on Wednesday night. Okay, cool. I have Cassidy Clark. Oh, very fun. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. To, to uh, Owen, Cassidy, same season, mm-hmm. right? Season 43. That's right. 43. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for joining us for News AF. I thought this was a fun one today. Thank you, everybody. And uh, take care. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys.